0: I'm Trent Alexander-Arnold I'm Curtis Jones I am Cody Gakpo. Putting on the Liverpool toffee the first time it was a dream come true and I'll never forget that moment The new LFC 24-25 season Nike Home Kit is out now Buy it today along with our new goalkeeper kit and training range at your official LFC stores online at liverpoolfc.com forward slash store and on the official LFC store app You will never walk alone
2: Hello, good evening and welcome to the Midweek Fix by the LFC Day Trippers after Liverpool's unconvincing 2-0 defeat at home to Atalanta in the Champions League. Uh, The Midweek Fix is brought to you by Football Prizes. Find them on Twitter and Instagram by searching Football Prizes or at footballprizes.co.uk. This week's LFC Prizes are signed and framed Virgil van Dijk Short. So tickets are £4.95 and a max of 99 tickets available. And I'm told there's around 20 of them left. So if you can get on, you'll find all the details in the show description uh, below. And, you know, every little bit that helps them is going away to help us as well. So, lads, uh, Scaldi match tonight. We'll we'll talk about it. We'll go through the, the pros and the cons. Spoiler alert, there's no pros. Um and we'll see how we all feel after that game. Um Andy, you will come to you first. You're a positive Liverpool yeah, fan. What, what did you seat. make of that?
1: Uh, the positives, I suppose uh players got players that don't normally get, get minutes got minutes and uh there's no injury so far. And uh, let's just you know wait till all the players are home safe and sound in bed and uh and there's not no surprises. Now th- look. It's a. There's no positives. Let's let's be realistic. uh They were very poor. They never got going. They were flat. They were. Um, they were all. There were all those bad things that happen when Liverpool make a lot of changes and uh and things just go wrong. Um, it tends to happen when they make five or six changes that it can just swing either way. You can get you can get a brilliant performance, or um or it goes, it goes like that. So it's, it should be no surprise that these are the risks you take. Klopp took a measured risk tonight. He thought, how, we can, how much can I weaken this team and try and get a result and put us through? Um, That risk didn't pay off tonight, unfortunately, but most of us, most of us risks do pay off. But we'll we'll carry on. We we never make these things easy. I'm sure we'll get through in the next game.
2: That's very true. Very true. Uh, Grizz, what did you make of the the evenings walk, the events.
3: Well, this this uh, program is called the mid midweek fix. So I don't know how we're going to fix the mood of uh, the LFC fan base. Um, there is nothing to to be positive about today, apart from apart from um, fingers crossed. Well, as Andy says, let them reach home. Hope Matic reaches his bed in peace. Um, no injuries. That's the only only good thing. I didn't want any injuries above anything else and I, I said that last night on the preview show as hard as it is to take that performance i'm sticking by that opinion um listen lads we've got we've got six players missing from our original squad and then on top of that we've made another five further f- f- further changes that's mm-hmm. 11 players we've changed near enough if you know what i mean from the what would be our first 11 yeah it's not, it's not uh, conceivable to accept that we're going to have an off night. And let's not forget, I know we thrashed the shit out of them in the first game, but they were never going to be that naive in the second game. They weren't never going to be that crappy in the second game. They're actually a very good team. Um, me and you, Gav said, Gav called said me and you bigged them up too much in the first game. Well, today he got um, a dose of a little bit of reality, and that's why he's run off the pod. So I'm going to put that out. Um, but look, um, we're allowed an off night and I love having an off night when it's not its not doom and gloom in terms of it's out of our hands and it's still in our hands. I love having an off night when it's, you know, um, not affecting us that deep. We need, maximum we need a win in our last two games and I'm still absolutely fine with that home game against Ajax. Oh, uh, away to midget land we need one win we're okay no injuries on we go to uh, Brighton if you want to talk about that
2: <laughs> yeah I'm sure we'll come <laughs> around to that sort of stuff uh, Chris what about yourself could you could you see any um, bright sparks tonight well, I'm going to come on to the sort of team selection now in a minute but was there anything that that you could look at and take away from tonight positively
0: uh... Not from the performance tonight. It was bang average, and that's probably being polite. The only thing, long term, that could be a benefit is you do tend to set, you do tend to find up with young players, the likes of uh, the two Williams lads and Jones. You tend to learn a lot more from a defeat or a difficult performance. Yep. So while short term it's crap for them, long term it could do them good. You know you know, we'll come to the goals, you know, but they are quite naive mistakes by young players, which young players will always make mistakes. Um, So that's the only potential positive is, you know, for their development, hopefully as long-term Liverpool players, is they're going to learn from this and hopefully not make the same mistake twice. Uh, And that's probably clutching at straws because that's probably the only slight benefit I can find because I thought performance-wise it was pretty bang average and I thought a lot of the senior players were appalling and didn't really help the kids out at all. I think that's unusual for a local side, Yeah,
2: It's very true. It's very true. So, lads, we'll talk about the team selection. Um, Andy, I'll come back to you. What did you think when you saw the lineup? up Were you surprised? Did you think there wasn't many options? Or were you thinking we still have enough to do it? How did you feel when you saw the team?
1: I wasn't surprised um, but when I saw the team I knew we were going to be vulnerable at the back with the two Williams Can I mean Reese Williams has impressed me in the games he's played so far but he's very inexperienced um, as you know Nico Williams hasn't had the best start to his Liverpool career um, playing beside Matthew who I feel is trying to mind himself and make sure he doesn't get an injury and uh, Simicast of course uh, one of his four starts there so now I knew I knew there was going to be problems. Milner's legs aren't great for midfield anymore. Um, I had all the hallmarks of problems being caused uh, for us defensively. But I did think Mane and Salah being in the team might might be enough to kind of get the first goal. Um, and I, I did think the team that we put out was probably going to be enough to win. Um, I noticed Origi's getting an awful lot of stick. I think it's a little bit unfair and I'll tell you why. He's He's been a good servant to Liverpool. He's got some extremely important goals. There was a time when Origi used to play a lot more football for Liverpool and that's when those goals used to come. Uh, coming in off the bench and uh, getting big goals and, and some of the go- uh, games he started against Everton and, and, and got important goals there too. But to be having a goal on him now, for a fella who plays very very few minutes, he's... It's it's been a been a bit of a longer boy now for Origi. He's he's on the way out for quite some time. Doesn't play an awful lot of minutes. He comes in. Uh, don't expect him to be pulling up any trays. Now,
2: before you go on, Andy, and I'll stay with you for this. Fair play for defending Origi. You know he is taking a lot of stick. Um, whether it's right or wrong in some people's in some people's minds, but. I understand he hasn't been playing regularly. He doesn't get the minutes, but do you not think this is my criticism of Origi? You know, I'm not mm. trying to lead you or stay you into anything or any, or anyone else speak for anyone else. It's the lack of trying that annoys me and annoyed me tonight with Origi. So he hasn't been getting games and he knows now there's a lot of competition. But, and maybe it's just Divock's sort of nature and the way he sort of uh, carries himself. But but he didn't look to be trying. He didn't look to be busting a gut to do one. And, and he, he doesn't really know. Is that maybe an unfair criticism that we're all... You know, he's always been like this. Do you know yeah. what I mean? But when he was scoring goals, nobody really mm. minded. When he's not scoring and we're having a stinker, it's like, why is he not trying?
1: Yeah, you've said it for me. I was just going to say, that's the way he's Tony always been. You. Yeah. yeah, you've said it for me. Uh, he scored that goal uh, against Barca. Didn't really crack a smile. Just kind of trotted off towards the crowd. Uh, He's a very emotionless type of player. The games he scored against, uh, the goals he scored late against everything, and uh, saves to hurry. He's just not that type. He's just not. He he never looks like he's breaking a sweat. Um, looking at him tonight, he's a shade of. He he was never a great, great player anyway. We know that he was always being a fringe player. But looking at him tonight, he's lost. He lost what he has there his movement is terrible. Like, you know, even as a as an amateur fan, just watching uh just just the way he was making his runs just wasn't what you expect from a striker. He wasn't he wasn't there uh, putting himself about enough. But that's it, that's the way he's always been. There's no point in micro analysing it. That's 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 been a Riggy since he's been at Liverpool. But now add on the fact that he doesn't play much football, you're not gonna get a... Uh, it's look he certainly shouldn't be taking the the, the stick tonight. There was, there was regular players that played tonight, more regular players that played tonight, quality players that played tonight that weren't that the races. Give Divock a break. That's all I'm saying. He's going to be gone in a while. A um, load of bollocks, you know. Yeah. Griz, I'm going to come
2: to you. Andy touched on something there that there was other senior players, and let's talk about the other two that were playing either side of them. How do you think they played tonight, Mane and Salah?
3: Um... Yeah, when when, when uh, Andy was mentioning senior players, my mind was um, diverting towards them too, especially. Uh, look, with, with regards to Mane and Salah, Salah's not been sort of training as such for the last two and a half weeks. So you can expect um, a bit of rustiness, you know. Um, he didn't look he himself. He didn't look
2: rusty when he was doing rock the bow at his brother's wedding, did he?
3: No, he was quite informed then. But I think, you know, um, I think he ran out of energy doing all that stuff at that wedding. Fair play to him. Um, Mane was due arrest, in my opinion. If I was uh, a Premier League manager, um, what's going on now? Why are you laughing? Keith and Grizz must Ma. be. Cra- Keith I was read, just reading
1: the comments. That's up. well.
3: Let's, let's let's read it all together today. Keith and Grizz must be crapping themselves with Andy sitting below them. You know what he wants to do with Martin Tyler from the gantry. <laughs> but look, <laughs> Mane had a stinker. Uh, there's no. Uh, there's no getting away from it. He's. I know he gives the impression he's superhuman sometimes. Um the way he just plays every single game and the way he just lifts us out of any adversity or any trouble we ever seem to be in it's super minor, he comes to the rescue. But the lad needs a rest and needs a break. And unfortunately, we just haven't got the personnel. Look, if you want to have a go, have a go at not even a go, but you know, if you want to have a moan or frustrate, be frustrated and moan moan at Nabi Kata, Ox, um, Shakiri, these fellas. Uh, that are supposed to be stepping in and and giving these guys a break, you know the guys run himself into the ground for us. Why don't you, would know, you have a go, Ox? Just not being available, Andy. It's got to be available.
1: Exactly <laughs> his fault. Well, whatever no. the fault no.
3: is, whatever the reason is, what I'm saying is, don't have a go and be, be frustrated with him. Take your frustrations out of the non available mm. players because that's what they were here for. They were here to sort of help us out in situations like this where we're literally. Literally
1: it's a it's a it's a it's a, a second string. I know so, Chris, but look Keita and Ronaldo are sorry, Ox, they're not feigning in injuries, they're they're injured. You know what no, it, no. that's that's up to Klopp to sort out. Move them on, bring in someone who's not injured. Don't take don't take your frustrations out with injured players. If you're gonna take your frustrations out with players that can't stay fit, then you're gonna then you're gonna have a, have to go with the manager, well, isn't then, it? Well then they're gonna have to take the frustrations out on Origi. And you don't want that either. So who do you want them to take the frustrations? The senior, with? the senior players tonight. They're the, supposed Ma- to be the ones to show leadership. Money
3: money is Money is an absolute champion. You can't be just because he's had an off night. You
1: could. Okay, then don't. Great. Okay, well then don't take it first. You don't have to be. You don't have to no, be frustrated. I you think, can just accept. You can just accept that this is football and these things happen sometimes. Yeah, yeah, that's where I was going.
0: We could do that, sorry. but we're not going to. You could, right. You could take your frustrations. You could potentially take your frustrations. You could take your frustrations out on the manager. Because Manny looked tired in the Leicester game. He looked tired today. Mm. So there is an argument to say, did you rest the wrong player? You know, no, it's easy. And that's to fair enough. Right I guys, think, you know, maybe Jotter, I think that's a fairer. Because maybe because and Femi need it. Yeah.
2: No,
3: I
0: well, well, think that's, that's, that's a fairer. We, you know, we don't know. We don't know. Sorry. That I is think...
2: something that I wanted to come on to. We'll talk about it now. And Grizzle, um, come back to you because you're going to jump in. And anyway, um, is there a question about Klopp's selection? Not in the sense, you know, he, he played three 19-year-olds and that's, you know, we didn't have much of a choice really with with those lads' selections. But the front three, do you feel that Mane, and Mane played the whole game, didn't he? Like, out of all of them, yeah. was probably the one that, could have been the one to, to sit out. I know Salah coming back, they probably wanted to give him minutes, but do you think there might have been a case for even playing Firmino tonight? Because I know um, on the show last night, I think Phil said that Firmino is a streaky striker in the sense that he gets off the, off the mark during that day and it might have been an option to go with him tonight, maybe, as and try and get a roll out with him and give him man a rest. Hindsight's a wonderful thing, I know that, but do you think Klopp maybe one or two decisions... Were maybe wrong or yeah I, you think, feel his, I think his his role was.
3: I think Chris came in between me and Andy's uh little sort of um disagreement and and, and made more sense than both of us. I think the frustration probably for tonight lies with um clock going to uh towards colour because you're right. Yeah, I did say that myself. So did I <laughs> but we both,
2: both, <laughs> both is. But we, saying yeah, the same both said thing but, we both you know. said the
3: same thing. You know what you said about me in the WhatsApp group. I say a lot of things but I
1: don't <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I said I, think I said to you, yeah, I said you should be a politician. Um yeah.
3: but look, um but it's I think it's fair to say Klopp had an off night. I think there's nothing wrong with that. Although it's a, it's not an off night. I'm going to cover myself again. It's not an off night per se because it's limited. He's got a limited selection group of players. He has to make decisions that he thinks will Make sure we're in the Champions League of uh, the next qualifying round of the Champions League and still at the top of the table. So the team and squad he selected today is to make in his opinion and the medical team and everything is to make sure we've got a team that's good enough to win today. And make sure uh, we get through to this um, uh, next round and also be ready for Brighton on Saturday. Now, nobody can tell me that he's picked this squad thinking, uh, who cares, like I did. But, you know, I didn't care about today. But Klopp did, and his team did. You know, he picked that team thinking it's going to be good enough. The players didn't perform. There was a there was five, six stinkers out there, and three, four players that just done their part and were neat and tidy, like young Reese Williams. But, you know, five, six of the bad stinkers. And you can maybe add Klopp to that. I don't know. It's a difficult one.
1: Um, Klopp said before the game he likes to take each game as it comes and so treat each each game with the respect it deserves. And he says, Unfortunately, he couldn't do that tonight, so he wasn't did able to say that. Yeah, because Wait, he, has to, because he yeah. has to have a look in eye on the next game, yeah. And it's not something he often he he likes to do. I know Bobby missed a training session, so that might be yeah. something to do with the reason why oh, he didn't. Fair enough, very true, and um. And I, I the one that shocked me was I thought Minamino might have started. But look, yeah, he you know, he he talked he talked him up in the um the press conference. Maybe Minamino starts at the weekend, I don't know. But he talked him up uh, that he's been training well. Normally he rewards that with a with a game. I thought he might have been a better fit tonight. Yeah.
0: Um look is he it's, is he becoming a concern is he become a concern yet, Minamino?
1: Yeah, I mean he might have, he might have just said. He's been training well and and, and fighting hard training just to encourage him, just to motivate him. He probably he knows he's probably going to need him over the next few weeks anyway, like with such amount of games.
0: I didn't, I didn't. Yeah, it's just more. He's that won- that he, keeps, he keeps picking Rigi over him. That's why I'm surprised. Mm. He keeps picking Origi I agree over him. With you. Look, we all know Origi should be seventh the choice. But Minimino, in my head, he can't be doing something, he can't be doing brilliant in training because... Why would you pick Divock over him? I know they the different players, but if you know what I mean, if you're gonna do a uh, give some a player an opportunity, you think it would be Minamino and not a Regan. The
2: only thing, do you know what I'd say about that? What I'd counter with that is with the squad tonight, we didn't have any other options in midfield on the bench. The young lads were there. Um, that was the Jay main Kane and Jordan Clarkson or mm. uh, Leighton, Leighton Clarkson. was it? Jordan mm. Clarkson. Leighton we're Clarkson. Both on Jordan Clarkson Leighton Clarkson, yeah, we're both on the bench. And I And maybe I'm wrong and I'm I'm not trying to, you know, give him a pass. I think Minamino has looked good in flashes and has had some stinkers. I think he's physically, he's probably finding it a bit tough, but Europe, he should be okay. You know, he's, I can understand the rough and tumble in the Premier League, but my thinking behind that was and look, I'm not clopping, I'm not on the the managerial team, is Minamino was kept behind as a midfield option, just in case Mm. when, when he did come on, it's, it's Matip that mm. comes off, isn't it? And yeah. Fabinho goes into the defense. So maybe it was along. I know he did play before the rope, but maybe it was along damn lines. I don't know. Um you're gonna, you're gonna yeah, remember, you gotta you gotta remember you you gotta remember we're going in this we're playing the same three midfielders.
3: Um well I know Milner played at right back for some of the game and then some in midfield, but basically the midfield that ended the game. Um, against Leicester, we played the same midfield. Now that wasn't out of uh, choice; it was out of necessity. Yeah, I mean, you know, we didn't—he ha- didn't have any other options to go with. And I think Andy said Milner's, Milner bless him, and we love him to bits, but. He shouldn't be playing central midfield for a Jurgen Klopp team against a high energy pressing Atlanta team, but we had to. We had no choice, and we had a 19 year old who played. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, lads. Didn't did Curtis Jones play the full 90 minutes against Leicester? He did.
2: Mm-hmm. Or he if did, not he? Didn't, then he played. Most no, he time. did, didn't he? he did. Yeah. He and did. so there you go. <laughs>
3: and, then the tame, yeah. and then you've got the same. And then you've got the same 19 year old going into same scenario. And Genie, what we discussed, um, I know he came off. You know, uh, not just after half time, but, you know, he's played billions of minutes already of minutes. this season. So, you know, we had no choice. He was brave enough or for- he was forced to rest Robbo because Robbo's been carrying a slight knock, but just the soldier is playing through. The only, di- the only, and I think we all have agreed, the only sort of main error we could say clock made hindsight is the Minamino and Divock. You know, I think that's the only contentious decision we can say. You, mm. you know, we 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 would agree on the rest. He was kind of forced into playing lads. Mm. There's only so much you can do. Well, you've got to sometimes do what you've got to do, and then hopefully the players, you know, carry your actions. And mm. and his and his and his actions on the sidelines was going mental. Yeah. He was absolutely yeah. going mental. So they weren't doing what he was saying. They weren't.
1: They weren't doing what he was told. He, he mm. was. Uh, he was given uh, Simic as a bollock at one stage, and he was given yeah, a a at, at one stage. He was. Uh, he was. He was very animated on the sideline as a lot more than he normally is in terms of how angry he looked. So you could see for the first twenty minutes, Liverpool were being dominated. Um, and look, I, I hate using this term at "home" because I'm not really at home with, with these no crowds. Um, but there was there was nothing there to 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 G them on. I think that that doesn't happen if that crowd f- that stadium's full tonight.
2: Yeah. It was so flat. It was so flat. You know, the performance yeah. was flat. There was nothing really to to G the lads up. And yeah. okay, podcast is flat. You know, yeah. nobody likes a defeat.
1: Yeah. Twenty minutes, twenty minutes. Uh the first twenty minutes set the set the start for the whole game. Yeah. Um it's you know, sometimes you something happens, you get a chance or you get a bit of possession and and all of a sudden that's put behind you. But it just the rot just set in there. And they, they couldn't get a, they couldn't get their foot on the game at all. Every time it got up to the front men, a leg was in. Actually, I am I'm, I'm a bit split on the referee. It was either it was either a great. I want I want to bring that to up, Andy. That's, that's
2: a nice segue. Was, well. Yeah, go I ahead, mean, Andy. Continue well, like, what you were yeah. saying there. I want to hear how you are going with this.
1: Yeah, I mean, I was giving out saying this ref is fucking shit, right? But then I do like a ref who likes who lets the game play. Yeah. But I think he, I just felt that he was letting the the game play when he when he shouldn't have been. When you know those really obvious fouls? you know those ones that just it's it's an easy whistle for the ref. It's just. He's gone over. There's no advantage being played here, but I think he was just making bad, little bad decisions throughout the game in terms of letting the flow. Um so there was there was there was just letting clear fouls going and then the, the other thing, uh, the opposition and even with, with Liverpool when they were fouling, it was it, it was the same for both teams. It was, it was a it looked like a really inexperienced ref.
2: Yeah. Now Chris, I'll let you come in there because I know you want to
0: go yeah, it felt like John used to play somewhere like a Stoke away or a Burnley away. And you'd know in the first 10 minutes that the referee was going to let stuff go. Mm-hmm. And it felt like one of those games where you thought he's going to let a lot go. And I think that's where the naivety of probably the youngsters and the side was shown. Because they're probably, they're probably used to probably getting more free kicks than they should have done. Uh, and I thought Atalanta adapted to that better than we did. I mean, ironically, I, I laughed in the first half that the one free kick we got where we had our best chance mm-hmm. was one of the cleanest tackles uh, the Atalanta players did, which is ironic. Yeah. Uh, so, I, look, I didn't think he was great, but that's not the reason we lost. We didn't adapt to... The, again, this is where I think it could be a benefit for the young players is uh, this is where you've got to adapt where things you would expect to be called aren't called. So you've got to adapt to the to the um, environment you're in. And I, I just felt Atalanta adapted better than we did. I mean, probably suited their game better. So, look, I didn't think he was great, but that's not the reason, just make be clear, that's not the reason we lost. The reason we lost it was mm. it was so slow. The tempo was so slow, it was just a dead game. Yeah. Um, but the, the way to look at it is, with the amount of injuries we've had and the amount of limited rotation, at some point, you, we always thought, at some point, they're going to catch up with us. And maybe this is the game that's caught up with us and this is where we can have a bit of a reset. Because uh, in fairness to Klopp and his teams... After a bad result, they normally reset and normally do something. So this could be the next jolt for us, and hopefully we get someone like a Henderson back at the weekend.
1: Turn off your laptop. We're on
0: staycation. I'm on TotalWine.com. They have so many rosés, chardonnays, and proseccos. It feels like a real vacation.
2: Wondrous selection, helpful guides, ridiculously low prices. Total Wine and more. We're
3: just just on the referee. Sorry, Keith. We're just on the the referee. I think what happened was... Very early, they got a sense of he's allowing us to be very yeah. physical mm. and very on top of the forwards. Like literally, it was. Klopp talked about um, beforehand how it difficult it was to play teams like Leeds and Atalanta that play a man marking system. Oh. Everyone on the pitch, and I think that's what we found because of the lack of movement. They they found it very easy to step on our uh, attackers. And when I mean step, literally, in some cases, on the back of. And they found that the and they found the referee was very lenient. He wasn't very lenient only towards us, but them as well. Just generally, he thought, fuck it. Who gives a shit about fouls? You know, just carry on unless you really hurt someone. So unless someone was, like, nearly concussed on the floor, he would carry on. So fair play to him. He didn't let anything – he didn't give anything to anyone. But I think Atlanta, Atlanta really grasped that really early and just man-marked each one of our forwards, and that's what Klopp had a fit about with, with Origi about his movement. Um, you know, it was, um, it was uh, just uh, awful, really, to be honest with you, and it, it may give them a, a good, strong foothold in the game, and we just couldn't shake it off.
2: Hmm. Yeah, <coughs> uh, I wonder, there's a comment I'm going to put up and it's going away from the game, and I want to just talk about it and get his opinions right. John was saying, is Thiago alive seriously? Are the club hiding something about this injury? Do you feel the club should do a statement to say about Why? a player's injury? Go on, Chris, you were going to say no. something.
0: Go on. No, what, uh, why do the club need to tell us anything? And I know exactly, we, yeah. it's for our own benefit. of, oh, I'd like to know when he's back. But if I know when he's back, Brighton know when he's back, Spurs yeah. know when he's back, and they can plan for him. So, yeah. it, I mean, it's, I the, what I don't get is it's not a new thing. If it's <laughs> someone sort of like an injury like Van Dijk or Gomez has gone, you don't, you, don't, you, don't need, you don't need the club to tell you that because you know it's a six-month injury. If it's a yeah, trend well, like a hamstring pull, you know it's about a four weeks. You know, in between exactly. ones, you're like, don't tell anyone. The club know. I guarantee the club know when he's back, and the club know when he's yeah. gonna play, but they don't have to tell you why why do they have yeah. to tell, why give everybody else the advantage? You know, and that's not a dig so- at Jono
2: you go starts. Oh, sorry, Chris. Oh, just so John no, 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 knows. No, no, no. I'm not having a dig at him. It's a a lot of people are saying the same thing, no, no, you no, know no. what's happening, what's happening,
1: but mm. it just seems very mad. There's a, there's a lot of entitlement amongst the fans. They yeah. think they they deserve this and they deserve that. Um, the the club have to um work in the best interests of the, the club, the team, the uh, and what's happening what next game. You can't give away what you know. We can't just just to keep a few uh, bed happy on Twitter. Yeah. Um. No way. Thiago. I don't think the Tiago thing is to do with that challenge. He played on in that game. Um, but I think he's—I think he's the type of player who picks picks up his little little knocks, little strains. He did throughout his barren career. Um, never really put a huge string of games together with them either. It's one of the reasons why I was wondering what they go from it all, uh, and that that's what we're going to be dealing with for as long as Thiago plays for Liverpool. He's not going to play 30, 40 games a season. Not going to happen. Interesting. interesting.
0: See, I think, I think sure. because he played all that's made it worse. <clears throat> possibly possibly yeah, I think
1: on, uh, no. you know so okay so one of the things being suggested that there was actually the, the knee injury was worse well that's not true because he was straight back into training he was straight back into light training you can you can tell straight away if there's a serious knee injury by the assessment they can do on the pitch I think he's 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 just he's mm. just got a knock he's just got an impact injury but it's probably caused something else somewhere else because that's the type of flyer he is Even he, he picks up small injuries
0: with, or is it Or is the club you the I, opportunities to go? Let's do a pre season for it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's, I mm. look, I,
3: I think I, I Andy, when Andy said sense of entitlement, I was like clapping my hands under the table. He couldn't see. Um, I just wanted to carry on saying, yeah.
1: I see the way ahead me, moving. I knew you were doing yeah, something wrong. C- c- I'm, c- c- I'm, c- I'm glad you were clapping. I, I, cleared,
3: <laughs> I cleared. I cleared that up. So, look, the sense of entitlement from and it seems the twitter fan base the lfc fan base is, is is fucking ridiculous it's embarrassing and it's it's toxic it's it's needy all of them it's it's ridiculous why should the club tell you what the fucking status is of their players hmm. jürgen klopp said it in the last press conference he lost it actually not quite like how much i'm losing it but he he lost it klopp levels Right. He said, like, why should I tell you, or why should I let Atalanta know what the injury situation is and let them be prepared? Yeah. I know where we're at. I, internally, we know where we're at, each player where he's at, and we'll take it from there. Um, look, without getting into conspiracy theories, there is no fucking conspiracy theory. <laughs> he took a fucking serious knock to his knee. Um, they thought it would clear up. He came out. He came out on pitch. Um, do you remember, there was about two weeks ago, three weeks ago, he came out with p- pictures of him training on his own. At, at Bayern, Keith, you'll know this, at Bayern, he had an individual training program throughout the season. Throughout the season, he had a personal trainer that he paid, I can't remember the X amount of money for, that That you know, made sure he's as fit as possible. Andy says he does pick up knocks and strains easy. He is one of those players. They thought he'll be back quicker than they, you know, than he actually is. And that's all it is. He'll be back on the weekend. Relax, you fucking.
2: Yeah. Idiots. And that's not again, signal, Johnno, for asking the question. And John, loads of people are saying that. And it's just something that, you know, it, it was in my head. You know, why would the club say it? As Chris touched on, if you get a hamstring, you can sort of guess how long they'd be out with toy strain, calf, you name it. You can sort of put a guess on it. This is just, he be ready when he's ready. And that's the end. I mean, I remember Fabinho couldn't get in the team and people thought we were selling them to PSG before he broke in. You know, sometimes it can take a while. Just to get into the team and get up used to the the way Klopp wants to play could be anything, could be anything.
3: But well, Jono, well, Jono says Johnno says he asked the question because Klopp gets more agitated when asked about Tiago than he does when he asked about Oxen. Because that's frustrated, Jono. Yeah. He's frustrated that he's got this wonderful yeah. player that can't get fit for him, and that's frustration. It's not because he's trying to cover up anything. You know it's it's just one of those things it's frustrated like if you've got something if you've got a a a tool in your box that you 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 know you 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 think it's the best tool but you are not allowed to use it or you can't use it no, that's a shit analogy but you know what I mean he's um you know he's frustrated that he can't get his best player on the pitch and that's all it is that's just frustration
2: yeah true you know it, look it, it, what ball it ball is
0: what it is it's
2: broken yeah there you go it is what it is it's just one of them things I think people are just as I said, you want to see the shiny Thiago playing. When he's ready, he would be playing. I wouldn't be losing too much sleep. I wouldn't be crying conspiracy theories and what have you about that. Um, If you want to talk about frustrations, let's go back to the match. So the first half plays out. It's a bit of a stink, we right? to? touched We touched on the ref, right? And one thing, you know, he, Andy said it, he was giving it for both teams. It wasn't like mm. he was just treating us a bit greasy and giving the uh, Atlanta lads everything mm. uh, it, it was mad for a Spanish ref you don't expect them to be as, as free flowing and certainly in the Champions League there was the um, Ilicic's uh, theatrics for when he got pulled back now mm. we argue when you know someone contact is contact and if they have to exaggerate a fall they should still get a penalty do you feel Ilicic should have got a penalty in that first half
1: Andy. Uh I you know I didn't I didn't look at the replay loads of times. Uh to be honest. It looked like it looked like a pen, it looked like a penalty at first glance to me. Um it just it looks the way he looked like he went down the way he looked like he was held. But no, I didn't look at loads of replays of it. It made the fatal error of interacting with WhatsApp groups tonight while I was watching that game. Unlucky. It doesn't yeah, it doesn't work for me. And I don't know whether I don't know how like I mean I'd love to see the comments actually about this. Can you watch a game and interact with WhatsApp? Can you watch a game and interact with Twitter? Or whatever your choice of social media is throughout a game. I think it, it it's takes like a couple, watching two different games. Yeah, it, it kind of takes a couple of seconds to send Right, a message. But well, you know, by the time you're you're down on your phone reading, you look up again. You know what I mean? You're thinking about what to write. You, you've missed, you've missed chunks of games. You know what I mean? I find I find it very difficult, and that's why that that fucking WhatsApp thing. It just caused me to miss miss the replays of that penalty show. Yeah. So yeah, ah,
2: it's I,
1: I find it very difficult. I I, I rarely do it, and I, I made the fatal error there tonight. Top of, I, all of those games, it, it was safe to do so. I managed I to do both.
3: Um I'm a veteran of the WhatsApp group now, yeah. especially the one he's referring to. And I managed to watch the game at the same time. Um And it was an, it was absolute ridiculous dive. Um I think uh, Simicas, <laughs> poor Simikas, uh was half his height, half his size, tries to, Grab a hold of him, but the bloke just brushes him off, and then he gets into the box. And I think Ginny, yeah, sort of comes across, you and absolute. it's a- and it's absolutely nothing. It's a ridiculous dive. Um There was people <laughs> going through players, and the ref wasn't giving it. He wasn't going to give it for a touch on the uh, yeah. shoulder. You know what I mean? So yeah, that was an awful uh, dive.
2: Yeah, so it was. I mean, it was a bit of a mad one, and that sort of bringing me on. I oh, watched the game on Verge Media. Um, the commentary was Jerry Armstrong and someone else. It was deplorable. They went on like as if Atalanta, you, had
0: had,
2: I've heard, I've read that he was pony as well. But the the way, they, um, the way they were commenting, it was you know, Atalanta came with a great attacking game plan. And this was a half time, this wasn't when they were lot, up a great attacking game plan. Do you feel Atalanta were up to much in the first half, or was it just one of them halves before we move on? Personally, I thought it was an absolute stinker of a first half. I didn't think Atalanta were much to look at. They're talking about a rope dope that Ilicic dropped so deep, and then rope without does in the second half. Was anyone worried at time that Atalanta were going to do us, please?
3: Sorry, um, I didn't quite catch that. You were
2: on WhatsApp. You were WhatsApp, and so you've just proved, both. yeah,
3: you've just proved
1: yourself wrong, you fucking idiot. You.
3: Atalanta, at at, uh, that first you half. You think was, they
2: were up to much? Yeah,
3: Atalanta. Mind. Atalanta were dire in that first half, but I think they didn't want to go gung ho or go for it straight away. For them, it all depended on the situation of how the game panned out. They probably had one eye on the on the other game in the group, and sort of they were always going to assess it after halftime. Uh, you know, see where we're at, see what the other situation in the other game is. Once they the message was relayed to them that Ajax had taken the lead, you could see they started attacking us a bit more. We're, on the other hand, couldn't ever get um, uh, strangled in the game. And that encouraged them further. When they realised we're not up to nothing, it encouraged them to get forward a bit more. You know, um, that Papu Gomez, the one me and you pointed out, in the very first preview we'd done yeah. about Atalanta, real football men, right there for you. Um, you know, Gav hadn't heard of him. Well, I hope he's heard of him now. Um, I thought the little fellow. Look, sometimes you've got to give credit to the other team. I thought it was a beautiful pass, cross, call it what you want for the first goal. You know, you could criticise Simicass and 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 um, um, Reese Jones on that. Yeah, Reese Williams, I beg you, beg your pardon. Reese Jones, who's Reese Jones? Keith. <laughs> So I heard from my sister's friend's cousin that Kohl's has the lowest prices of the season and had to see for myself. For real,
0: the deals are so good.
3: I got my kids' summer tees for $5.99, a cute swimsuit for myself for $17.99, and a shark vacuum for $199.99, which will be great after Sandy Beach Days. I got Kohl's cash too, and I got it all in less than an hour with free store pickup. So yeah, summer, I'm ready for you. Select styles ends May 23rd. Some exclusions apply. See store or kohls.com for details.
2: Cortis Jones. What could you, crit- Williams, why, I what, you what
3: could you criticize them for? Um for ball watching slightly, uh, because the player was in front of them slightly, but it was a magnificent no. pass. I'll tell you but- what the
1: problem was for both goals. They were too deep. If we if we're defending a free kick from, from the uh, positions those balls were put in, we defend on the 18.
3: Um they were, yeah, they were too yeah, deep and I, I,
1: uh, and I think Mathup's organizing defence there tonight. He's not the most vocal. Yeah. Um we we get we get done before Van Dijk came in, we, we always used to get done like that. Yeah. Um I think there was a lack of organisation there. In the first goal, Simekas can see what's happening the whole way across the line. And the second goal, Robbo can see what's happening across the line. And neither of them neither of them uh are, are shouting to 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 get Mattup to move up. So I'd have to just Whole Math of responsible for both of those because he's he should be stepping out and they should be stepping out yeah. to see him as that's the just, senior man. And I mean I don't like to to pretend I know more the professional football and where they should be defending and saying that a professional footballer is out position, but looking at that to me, it made it very easy.
3: No, I think that's Do a it. very fair point you make there. I just want to as soon just, as the ball is in a crossing position, they should be stepping out. I just wanted to say that sometimes the the ball is deadly. And there's not a lot you can do about it. And it was a deadly pass as well. So added, add, 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 added to the sort of inexperience of the back four, you could also blame Allison then in that situation where he says, push out, push out, you know. So, you know, I think sometimes you've got to accept it's a good pass. I think the second goal was very much what you're saying. That's my opinion, yeah.
2: But the goals come, right? So they scored on the hour we make four changes then and the sucker punch comes four minutes a, after the first one. Chris, mm. um, do you feel that the second goal, I'm not making excuses, but do you think that really knocked the stuffing out of us? Um, are we expecting more from us after that second goal goes in?
0: I was hoping for a bit more of a reaction than we got, but you could tell 10 minutes after the goal, it just felt like um, four or five years ago, it just it just felt like one of those games where it just wasn't happening. Uh, mm. Conceding two and four minutes, that that pretty much kills it, unfortunately. Yes. Uh, especially with, you know, the players we haven't got there. You
1: know, and
0: unfortunately, a lot of our big guns, you know, Mane, um, I, f- I think Firmino, I know he's a streaky striker, but I think he's a terrible sub. I think Firmino's mm. one of those players you have to start him or don't play him. Yeah, blame. good point. I don't think he works as a sub. He just, he, he never seems to, I've never seen him close, I very rarely go off the bench and go, oh, he's brilliant. Don't even yeah, think not. I'm a stoke away, yeah. but I mean, that's what, he's for, game, is, and... it's just not his game, yeah. you know. It's, yeah. No, whereas Jotter is an impact sub, you know, I thought he was a bit lively, came on, but, it, you know, you can't you can't see one man doing it all, so it just felt like, I never, once it got to 2-0, I wasn't particularly confident. Normally, we'll live, even at 2-0, I think, I always fancied to get back into it, but it just felt like it was just going to be one of those nights, so yeah, I think the second goal was a, a bit of a killer. But the likes of, you know, Reese Williams, hopefully for him, he'll, he'll learn from that, you know, as a basic of he lost his runner. I know we we could talk about the, the line and all that, but, you know, it ultimately, if he follows his runner, that, that it does make it more difficult for him. But he's 19, you know, it, it happens. Yeah.
2: We've a comment in there from Giovanni, uh, Forza Atalanta, two nil for the cima. If you're an Atalanta fan, fair play to you, lad. Uh, yeah. good win no, for tonight. you tonight. know, it it we won't um take away as our moment in the sun, Gasparini saying it's the biggest win in their history, you know, which is you go. says a lot about you know how we're held as a club as well. But to get the second goal, lads, um we'll move on to it very quickly it was, it was a bit powny the second one. Grizz, I'll come to you. Yeah.
3: Um, everything Andy said for the first one, (gasps) uh, incorrectly, I think he meant for the second one. Um, (laughs) uh, everything, everything, um, you know, lack of communication, um, throughout the back four for that, because the ball was sort of, it wasn't as good as the first ball. The first ball was whipped in, you know, quite, um, uh, quite low and, you know, into a gap. Um, the other one was a bit of a high, high ball into the mm. area. It could have been, they could have arranged it, organized themselves a bit more. No way. <sighs> I, again, again, again with the offside line, you know, it could have been much higher again with the senior player in that center of defense, Matic pushing them out. But, you know, I take your point about he's not as vocal as, as Van Dijk. Um, or or even Rob, or go, yeah, I was going to say, well, Gomez, but wasn't Robertson on by then for that second? Goal? Yeah, Robertson yeah. was on They'd on. only come so, out. Yeah. So Robertson so so Robertson had never, just come on, yeah. make a sub at the
1: go on. We you, should should never allow you shouldn't sorry, pal. It, it was Robertson. I was coming in there just to tell you it was Robertson. But you should never allow a full back end up in that situation where there's a big lad just on top of his shoulder to be able to just knock a ball back across the goal. Yeah, the defense the, the has to be tuned in way better to not end them, not put themselves in that position. Yeah, that's right. The first goal was an excellent, it was an excellent pass, but it was an in swinger and it was it was very clear he was swinging it in. That's when you step out, yeah. And you, you know what I mean, it,
2: yeah. And it could have been, it was close, you know what I mean. Um, Ilichich makes it times his run very well to get in and he is on side, but hmm. yeah, it could have been if they're a bit. Quick artist to step out they catch them off. Put so it like this there.
1: put it this way, the two Atlanta players played three, two or three yards uh, off the Liverpool defence, and they had enough time to run in when they knew the ball was coming in, and the Liverpool players didn't seem didn't seem to have enough time, they were on their heels. Mattup uh, at the fourth goal would have been Simicus yep. and Reese. They they the three of them stayed in there, but Mattup's probably in charge of that.
3: Uh, to me, Andy, they looked fresher in the mind by then. They looked more energetic. Um, we were, you know, we looked a tired team, mentally, physically. Um, as Chris says, we, we just didn't have that spark to get looked to get back into it. Normally, when we go a goal behind, two goals behind, we know there's fight and energy with us, in us. I didn't see that. We could have played another half an hour. We could have played another half a football or full game. I, I, didn't, I don't think we, we remotely looked like scoring and and, and that was an, another issue, you know. They, they defend, look, they defended very well compared to the first game. They knew exactly their plans and then and, and they executed them brilliantly. Mm. And sometimes you've got to hold your hands up. I know it's difficult as a Liverpool supporter because we're so brilliant and we, we're not used to losing games of football, but sometimes you've got to hold your hands up and say, look, it wasn't our night.
2: Yeah, I think a lot of people underestimated Atlanta because we spanked them the first time over there. You know, they're not a bad team. They weren't a 5-0 team on the night they were shy, tonight we were shy. They're they're a decent team. They've good players. They have a great coach in Gasparini who has his own style. You know, he's gone other places and it hasn't worked. He's gone back to Atalanta and he's, you know, he really is a, a system coach who has his way of playing and gets players in there that are probably aren't the most well-known or have failed at other clubs, and he gets them working. He's a, he's a very good coach, very wily, and uh, it was a good night for them. You know, before we move on, um, Stefan put in there that, you know, the likes are brutal tonight, 345 watching, and we've only got only the 91 likes. If he's out in there, I hate bringing up the likes and all that, but... Every time someone watches us, subscribes, likes, it, it, it helps us get out and reach more people, you know. So it helps us to grow the show and expand. So if you are watching the show and you like what we do, just hit the like button. It's free. You know what I mean? But it really does help us out. It helps the show, it helps us grow, it helps us get into more people's space, you know. So th- the more people can subscribe and you know can get on board with what the day trippers are trying to do. Um so if you can, we'd appreciate it. So lads. <clears throat> It's not that, it's a one. is it? Really? Not,
1: just no? Hit. We don't ask for much. No, no, we mm-hmm. don't ask any for any money. Just, yeah. just, just hit a thumb, fucking thing. Yeah. Well,
3: you you, you use a thumb because you ain't got hardly any fingers left. But some, <laughs> most people, most people, <laughs> <laughs> most most people use their fingers. It's it's piss easy, man. Get on with it, man. Just press that like button. <laughs>
2: Hit the like, smash the like button. But, lads, I want to what I want to do, right? Is I want to finish up on the match and then I want to have a chat about Maradona if you don't mind. And um, so, I'm going to come around to you so I want you as a man of the match tonight. It's very hard, <laughs> Andy. I'll start with you. Who was your man of the match and why for Liverpool? Obviously, well, <laughs> I didn't specify, so if you want to be at <laughs> Atlanta, lads, feel free.
1: Um, I know, like, for Liverpool. I'm gonna give it to Origi because everyone hates it. <laughs> <laughs> it's hating them tonight. Yeah, I know. There's there's no man, it's there's no. I'd be very, yeah, be very disingenuous to hand out a man in the match there tonight for a Liverpool player. It was just one of those games. Move on. There's games where you say I can't pick a man in the match, they are all so great. Look, when we beat Atlanta over there. We were all pulling ourselves asunder we were all yeah. pulling ourselves apart because we knew how how much of a good result it was how how well we played against a good team. you get beaten in the in the in the opposite game you you can't be too pissed off over it. we were excellent over there with with a stronger team and look okay when right? yeah there was, yeah i can't i can't see i, I can't see who else even.
2: Uh, performed a few people in the comments are going for Reese Williams, but you know I that's don't know. that's not just, is that more just more the, the same sympathy. Yeah. Yeah. You
3: know, I was gonna, I was gonna go for Reece Williams until we discussed uh, the two goals and realized that he's partially to blame for both. <laughs> but listen, um, mm. he's young, yeah. He's neat and tidy. He reads the yeah. game. He looked calm If you forced yeah. us to pick one, it would be Reese Williams. But mm. I think Curtis uh, Jones didn't. Didn't do bad. It just um there was nothing going right for him. The 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 forwards weren't making the right moves for him. Yeah. Um so not Jones exactly a do- ringing
2: endorsement, is it? He didn't do anything.
1: No, right. I think I think he just it like I'm not knocking him because he's he's an up and coming player, he's gonna have games like that. Yeah. He just did he just didn't keep the ball like he did against Leicester. Um and it was it just seemed like he's they made force it. Yeah, he did try and force it. And maybe maybe just felt like he'd confidence after Leicester game to, to be a bit more um uh bit more ballsy and it didn't work out for him. Um Milner, Milner the other player in the midfield, like uh, sometimes when we have a tough game like in, in midfield and like that, they made it hard for us closing down spaces and they were very organized. You just need two players normally to an and somebody else to take a huge amount of responsibility for the midfield and, and if needs must they try and keep the ball they try and settle down, they never got the foot the ball, they never tried to hold onto the ball for for uh, long periods of time. if they had done that after fifteen minutes, they might have killed Atlanta a little bit. You know what I mean? Where we're well ahead to keep the ball. We didn't we didn't do that.
2: Yeah, yeah. Chris, what about yourself? Was anybody stand out for you tonight? Uh to be
0: honest, probably genie. not he was probably the only one who he kept the ball a bit. He probably the one who kept the ball the best. And I think he he was trying to get things going. But like we said, when there's nothing to pass to, you know, he was just keeping it safe. But I think he was the only one who I thought had any sort of half decent level of performance, which is probably damning him with fake praise. Yeah. It's really like the best of a bad bunch. But other than that, the rest of it, look, yeah, you know, the young, the young lads, the three of them, it didn't it did work for them. But it wasn't for the ones to try. And, but you know what? Hopefully they'll they'll, they'll all learn from it you know it's probably a rare time we've seen Manny have a stinker it's pretty rare yeah. it happens so you know
2: people say
3: treat yourself like you need a reason but McDonald's treats are perfect for every day like bold McCafé iced coffee. Get any size for $1.69 or pick up any size sweet tea for a dollar. The largest served in an insulated cup that keeps your tea cold. Feeling a little extra something something? Try the classic bakery sweets like an apple fritter. With so many ways to treat
0: yourself, you don't need an excuse. Just come back tomorrow. Ba pa pa pa. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Yeah, so I'll probably go just Judy.
2: Yeah, no, that that's very true. I mean, the the three young lads, and I know Nico gets an awful lot of stick. Reese Williams maybe a fault on a couple and, and Curtis Jones, if he's not sorta of doing nutmegs and all that, people think he's not having a good game, you know. But the senior players really let them down tonight, I thought personally, you know. So it was mm-hmm. it was just one of them nights, a bad day at the office. Um so we, we'll, we'll wrap the game up on that. Before we move on to a little Maradona chat, and it'll only be, you know, a couple of minutes from each is on your thoughts on it. I just want to say again about the um, football prizes, you know, go over, find the details and, you know, pay £5 for a ticket in the raffle. It's a great prize. Sign Virgil short, you know, you can't go wrong with that. We also have a new thing going with um, Costas Bets as well. Um, we've thrown out, um, about what's happening there, you can find more info on that. And Manscaped Grizz, have you started your Manscaped Junior yet? How are you getting on?
3: I'm not saying nothing yet.
2: Well, I will, I will use That's the ball deodorant.
3: Saying, yeah, I, I did suggest uh, I told the people, I told the listeners that Keith's having an off night because his Manscapes arrived, so it all makes sense. They understood this,
2: the ball deodorant and ball toner out of this world it's the treat that your balls needed that they never got that you never knew they needed so I can't recommend it highly enough if you want to go on you know LFCDT 20% discount code go on there and get the the Manscaped gear it's the business and Andy's looking perplexed there have you never tried Baldi deodorant Andy no 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 I
1: wouldn't write it off now Uh, just, just that razor there looks a bit sharp or something
2: yeah, yeah, I would cut me sack. Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't recommend it, uh, but I think it was the way I attacked it. I might have attacked it at a very of an angle.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I know, yeah. like, like
2: <laughs> it was. Is this is this us promoting? Yeah, yeah, no, no, it was me on Falkris. I'm not blaming the two. Didn't I'm follow a, he didn't he didn't follow right. the
1: directions. Yeah,
2: okay. yeah, see, it's uh, yeah, I, I was a bit naive. I thought I was a per- season professional at that game. I know this game, no- but I didn't know
1: yeah. this game at all. Yeah, if you just <laughs> I don't know. It looks like I know looks- this game. I know this game. Leave it to me. I'll um
3: and even if I don't know this game, I'm going to try on Akif first. Oh. And if he survives to tell the tale, then.
1: I'll try as well. It'll be all right. Excellent. Yeah. So anyway, get on. There. There's a few bits there's a few bits like around there you don't you don't want to nick. You know what I yeah. mean? Anywhere you see a vein.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's it. That's it. You, the sight of blood coming from anywhere down there, and you know you're in trouble. So you know, I panicked. I'm not gonna lie, I panicked. Yeah, um, yeah. It just it it sorted itself out. It's good. But the plus point is after I nicked it and put me deodorant on didn't stink didn't so whatever's in it it's good girl i don't know
3: know. if we we should laugh but (laughs) well (laughs) i'm going to take that off just in case take that that off because we're going to talk about the great man we're
2: going to talk about the great man now before we finish right as everyone knows maradona died today 60 years of age in fairness i'm surprised he made it to 60 but Watches and memories of Diego Armando Maradona. Andy, I'll let you start.
1: Yeah, well, for me, it's all been mainly clips, you know what I mean? Uh, towards the end of his end of his career is when, you know, you would have been really aware of him. Um, but it's all his really good stuff is, is going to be far. I can really say I was dedicated to watching yeah. football all the time, but it's the clips. And uh, I thought I'd seen every clip, actually, until... Tonight on Twitter. Mm-hmm. There's been some good content flowing around. We give it we give out about Twitter a lot. Um, but there's some really good stuff there tonight. The fellow was a genius. I don't think we'll ever see the likes of him again. <laughs> Closest player being compared to him at the moment. It'll be messy. But I think there was just something about him. Uh how he how he expressed himself and uh <laughs> it was a Lineker there uh, before the Liverpool game was talking about um was it Lineker? No, he would have thought talking about? anyway. The um, just about his uh relationship with the football, you know what I mean? Yeah, F- fascinating. He it, it seems like the, the the ball just did what was told in him. Uh, uh, and Klopp's comments about you know Maradona was, was great and Diego was great, he's gonna miss both of them Diego with his problems. He just no matter what club comes out, it's just genius. I remember um, when I was playing football. <laughs> Uh my ma used to say to me, Yeah, uh, you you know, you're born in the candle at both ends. I was going out to the plaza Thursday, Friday, Saturday night and playing a match on Sunday. Well, if I was born on the candle at both ends, what the fuck was the echo marathon? It was <laughs> the been. Yeah. So uh yeah, to, yeah the house look, yeah. what's that? As,
0: the house as care on. Yeah, things, exactly. Probably.
2: As as Kieran said there in the Cielo chat, and thanks very much, Kieran. Uh Unfortunately, I wasn't born until 89, but this CR7 versus um, Messi period, I would have loved to have Maradona and best to be around the same era. Look, it's all about eras, and they say, you know, one player played in an era and wouldn't translate to another era. But yeah, you know, I think that's true. I think a player from, if you are good in the 50s or 60s and you are Done a back to the future job, and you ended up here, and you trained, you'd be a good player now. Yeah, I think yeah, it's talented,
1: I think, I think uh, Maradona translates that the modern era more than George Best or Pele. Those yeah. are are a lot of the a lot of the other players that we see. I think I think he's time. He was timeless. Really, what you could do with yeah. uh, the variety of of uh, things you could do on the football pitch. It's like yeah it's like stick Ronaldinho. And any time, yeah. any time as well. So certain players, some have that players team. do transcend,
2: yeah. it, don't they? they do. Mm. But, uh, grace what about yourself? Any avoiding uh, memories of Mar? And keep it quick because we want to wrap this up. I'm going to be-
3: keep it very quick. You know, certain players. We've d- we've mentioned a few players there that transcend errors. Well, Maradona is one of those guys that transcends the sport. You know, he absolutely lit up this sport. He's the original reason <laughs> that I fell in love. Uh, I take that off, man. This is, um, you know, let's show back to the fella. This guy was the best combination of genius and madness. Absolutely. He was an absolutely genius uh, with a football. Platini said today, he came out uh, and he said, what, what people think Zidane can do with a football, you know, Maradona could do with an orange. You know, and I, and I smiled when I read that. Because you know, I fell in love with football because of Maradona. Absolutely, Um, I'm slightly older than Andy. I think. Then that means because I still recall um, uh, '86 World Cup clearly, um, and he was just, you know, you you often talk about carrying a team, carrying uh, you know a certain club. This guy carried his club
0: and his nation.
3: Every club he went to, Uh, the most remarkable. The most remarkable example of carrying a club is his Napoli, Um, Napoli uh, part of his career. I mean, how would you compare Napoli to a current team, Keith, for... Context, to give you Napoli
2: had only won without Maradona. I think they've only won one FA Cup or one FA Cup, one Italian Cup. Yeah. So it's hard to compare them with anybody really in their history. With Maradona, I think they won two League titles, the UEFA Cup, and an Italian Cup. I could and be wrong. Talking, Someone will correct me on that. Point.
3: And we're talking. And we're talking. Syria was absolutely yeah. banging. Then it was not, you know, a farmers' league now, like now. So yeah, look, Maradona was the reason why. Millions fell in love with the game, and what more can you say about that? He is the sole reason.
2: Yeah, and Chris, what about yourself? What are your memories of Maradona?
0: Um my first memory of Maradona was probably USA 94 and that infamous celebration. Loved it. it. Uh that's what that well he loved loved it, yeah. We'll leave it at that. Uh so Mm -hmm. that's what that's the first time I'd probably never heard of him, you know, 90 in 94. Uh, so, but probably over the years, you know, I've seen I've seen clips of him, you know, I've seen some of the ridiculous goals he could score, the ability, you know, uh, I've read stuff up on, you know, what he was like in Napoli. The one thing I haven't seen yet, and I'll probably make more points to watch that, is the Maradona film that came out, was it last year?
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. it's excellent. You probably, you probably know best of
3: me. I'm actually going to try and get him on one of our shows, so look out for that one, listeners and subscribers.
0: Be, yeah, uh, uh, there's the the direct forms. That's what we am talking about. Maradona's <laughs> gonna say I'm a bit late. <laughs> no, it's gonna be a bit difficult.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um but look, Maradona to me was um I, I read a lot of load of shit and I read about Argentinian football, especially and Maradona done a lot of stuff. Maradona for uh, right, Grizz is older than us, right? And then we'd all remember the tail end of Maradona's career. And you have the image of, as Chris said, the 94 World Cup where it is always a hanging out of his head and he's obviously juiced up to fuck. And then you've got the, you know, 1990 and all this, the hand of God. He was portrayed as a cheat. Maradona carried every team he played for. Maradona was a wonder kid. Maradona was, you know, left out the Argentina 78 World, World Cup squad at 17 and it was, a, you know, a national disgrace. You know, this fella was absolutely amazing. He carried, he covered for his teammates. The the lead up to the 86 World Cup, a few players went out, broke off, a few, they came back. Carlos Ballardo was going to fuck them out of the squad. Maradona took the blame on it, knowing that he wouldn't throw him out of anything. Maradona was an absolute man of the people, and he just went down the wrong road when he went to Napoli. <clears throat> it wasn't just when he went to Napoli. He started on the A.O. when he was at Barcelona, but he really did find a, a home in Napoli to give him his platform to, to do what he wanted, and that was ultimately his downfall, I think. I think Maradona is absolutely amazing. I think Messi's the best player I've ever seen. And people will argue with that. But Maradona was just like the genius that I love. The the rogue, the the bogey genius. No one likes, it. No one likes a brainy genius. I like the sort of genius that will smash the place up as well. So Maradona mm. will always have a special place, I think, in a lot of people's hearts for that. You he, he made it the 60 fair play to him, But But um, it, it's a sad day for football fans everywhere. And just enjoy all the content you can get from them. You know, the Life is Life video. I'll watch it every time I see it. Mm-hmm. And I think everybody does. And it's just a fella doing a warm-up before a game, dancing and juggling the ball. It's amazing and it's mesmerizing. Um, right, Veranda Cheese, at the same they won the 78 World Cup. I'll we'll do a whole pod on the 78 World Cup if you want, Veranda Cheese, because there was a bleeding rip. The uh, Junta in Argentina happened there. There was all sorts of fixes going on. They had a good squad there, but Maradona really... It, it, It'd be like France not bringing him back to the last World Cup. He was he was baiting down the door to get in there. It was a big deal at the time. Maradona never gave forgave Manotti for doing it to him. And, you know, there's a whole lot of stuff behind that. But look, we all have our memories of Maradona and just enjoy the content while it's there. I've gone over the hour. I said we wouldn't go over the hour. I know. Um the, the match wasn't too much to talk about. But, lads, thanks for joining me tonight to talk about Liverpool getting beaten, the rarities that they do be able. Uh, Chris, thanks for joining me.
0: Cheers for having me, mate.
2: No worries. Andy, always a pleasure to have you on. Yeah, thanks for joining us. Nice
1: one, nice one, yeah. yeah.
2: Chris?
3: Yeah, no bother, man. It's I won't thank to... you because it's you're course.
2: on every night these days.
3: Uh, pod hole me uh it's it's always it's always hard after (laughs) a a performance like that but look, you
2: know we go again exactly exactly so yeah remember get on all the all the sponsors that are sponsoring the show as well lads. if you by helping us if you support them you're supporting those people always ask how can we help you so that's how you can deal with so look it's been the midweek fix and we'll see us all again soon